welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. What news do we have for this Friday episode? Well, today we'll discuss a leadership move at OrthoFix, positive heart valve data out of a French med tech company, FDA breakthrough device designation for onwards brain-computer interface technology, European approval for Biosense Webster's pulse field ablation technology, and a new development in the long-running patent spat between Medtronic and Axonics. What's the first news story that we should know? OrthoFix named a new president of Bone Growth Therapies. Companies undergone a series of changes since firing three executives last September, and the latest is a new structure and new unit president. So who is joining that unit, and what is some of their career experience? So the company is moving the bone growth therapies business out from under the umbrella of the spine business. And Jason Schallenberger, previously the VP of U.S. Sales and Marketing for Bone Growth Therapies, is now the president of Bone Growth Therapies. He joined the company in 2005 as a territory manager and has moved up since then. Uh, from 2013 to 2023, he was VP of U.S. Sales as well. What are executives saying about this appointment? OrthoFix president and CEO Massimo Calafiori said that Jason has led sales and marketing for this successful franchise for a number of years. Under his guidance, the sales team has produced quarter after quarter of double-digit growth in 2023. He said he's confident that he will do an amazing job as president and continue to contribute greatly to the success of OrthoFix. What's the next news story that we have? Affluent Medical has positive data for its biomimetic mitral valve. Transcatheter valve replacement is always a hot space, and Affluent appears to be making headway there. So tell us about this valve. So Affluent designed the Epigon valve to replace mitral valves in those with mitral insufficiency. It's the first biomimetic transcatheter mitral valve to mimic the native mitral valve and restore the natural vortex of blood flow in the left ventricle, according to the company. The transcatheter implant process also enables a fast, minimal invasive procedure that helps avoid open heart surgery, as we've seen in TAVR, TMDR, and, and all sorts of various transcatheter procedures. What data points stuck out to you? Well, at six months, the valve demonstrated continued strong prosthetic performance in the first patient who received the implant. That implantation took place about a year ago. Recently, the patient reached their one-year follow-up and examination showed excellent valve performance, according to the company, and no evidence of mitral regurgitation or paravalvular leak. What did doctors think about the valve's performance? Dr. Mohamed Saraf of Mayo Clinic said that the valve's unique design sets it apart from other mitral valve designs, and its asymmetrical profile and large mono leaflet aim to mimic the natural vortex of the bloodstream flow. And the design innovation holds promise for improving left ventricle function, particularly in frail patients, and by closely emulating the natural structure and flow dynamics of the valve, the doctor said that Epigon may enhance overall cardiac performance and contribute to better patient outcomes. What's the next news story? Onward won FDA breakthrough device designation for use of its neurostimulation technology with brain-computer interface, or BCI. Onward is a very interesting company that has a lot of different plans for its neurostimulation technology, and obviously combining it with BCI, as we talk about often how hot BCI is, is a potential game changer. So tell us about this technology. 
Well, Arc BCI is the system. It uses BCI technology in conjunction with Onward's Arc IM neurostimulation, aiming to restore thought-driven lower limb mobility after spinal cord injury, SCI. The BCI system uses AI to decode brain signals and translate them into specific instructions for the neurostimulation system, which then converts the instructions into precise spinal cord stimulation. The company basically describes it as a digital bridge that restores communication between the brain and body, enabling thought-driven movement after paralysis. This was kind of a milestone breakthrough for Onward, right? Yeah, according to the company, it was the 10th breakthrough nod received from the FDA by Onward. And it, as ever, a breakthrough nod does, grants the company priority review and allows it to interact with FDA experts throughout the pre-regulatory review phase and can lead to additional reimbursement opportunities as well. How excited are executives? CEO Dave Marver said the company looks forward to hearing more about the potential for the combination of ARC therapy and BCI to help people with spinal cord injury live more independently. He also said the company's grateful to the FDA for recognizing the innovations and the potential to help people with profound unmet needs. And now we have some more PFA news. That's right. Johnson & Johnson's Biosense Webster's Varipulse won CE Mark for pulse field ablation to treat AFib. We're adding yet another PFA system to the market with European approval, a major milestone for Biosense Webster. What is this system approved for? So European officials approved Varipulse, the PFA system from Biosense Webster, for the treatment of symptomatic drug refractory recurrent paroxysmal AFib using pulse field ablation. Tell us about the data that led to this approval in Europe. Well, the company supported approval with data from the INSPIRE trial, which looked at pulmonary vein isolation using a variable loop catheter with 3D mapping integration, also known comprising the Varipulse system. So it evaluated 186 patients with a primary effectiveness endpoint of acute pulmonary vein isolation and 12-month freedom from atrial arrhythmia recurrence, including AFib, atrial tachycardia, or atrial flutter. More than three-quarters of the subjects reached that primary effectiveness endpoint, and among patients receiving optimal PFA applications, 80% achieved that primary effectiveness endpoint. The company also reported a low fluoroscopy time of 7.8 minutes partially attributed to the integration of Varipulse to its CARDO3 mapping system, and safety results also were good with a primary adverse event rate of 0.0%. What are executives saying? Biosense Webster President Jasmina Brooks said that the company believes pulse field ablation has the potential to offer safer, more consistent, and efficient workflows, and the Veripulse platform uniquely offers physicians a simple and reproducible PFA workflow with 3D visualization in real time. And now, what's the final news story that we have? Medtronic has asked the International Trade Commission to stop axonic sales of neuromodulation devices. This is a long-running saga over IP between the two companies, but we hadn't really had an update in quite a while, and this is obviously a very big one. Why is Medtronic trying to stop these sales? Medtronic wants to block Axonics, which I should note was recently acquired by Boston Scientific. So I don't know if that adds another wrinkle, if Boston Scientific will end up fighting this battle on Axonics' behalf. But anyway, Medtronic wants to block Axonics from improperly importing and selling products that infringe two of its patents related to the MRI compatibility of implantable medical devices. 
company wants the ITC to investigate and exclude the importation of those Exonix products believed to infringe those patents. It has a separate infringement suit pending in District of California as well, but that suit asserts that Exonix infringed additional technologies developed by and belonging to Medtronic. So, as I mentioned, a long-running saga that will continue. What's the history behind this spat between the two companies? Well, it goes back to 2019, uh, when in November of that year, Medtronic filed a lawsuit against Exonix in California, alleging infringements of four patents over sacral neuromodulation or SNM technologies indicated for bowel and bladder conditions. In 2020, the U.S. Patent Trial and Appeal Board handed down a decision to reject one of Exonix's claims to invalidate a Medtronic patent. And then in 2021, the same board rejected Exonix's attempt to invalidate three Medtronic patents in that IP infringement lawsuit related to the interstim neuromodulation device family. The PTAB then affirmed an additional three patents shortly after that decision, again siding with Medtronic. That completed the review process initiated by Exonix to challenge the, the validity of seven Medtronic patents. I know you briefly mentioned some of the technologies that are at hand here, but can you tell us what each company is developing? Yeah, so both really this circles around sacral neuromodulation or SNM for treating bowel conditions, uh, urinary incontinence, things like that. So our SNM is Exonics platform, which has rivaled the Medtronic interstim in the neuromodulation space since that initial FDA approval for Exonics in 2019. And then, yeah, the companies have since battled over IP on this front in the years that followed. And that was the final news story that we had for this Friday episode. So thank you, Sean, for bringing us all the news this week. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. Where can they find you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us next week for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening.